That's crazy shit right there, yo. What? That's crazy. I ain't know that. You ain't never tell me, nigga. How you not Hell tell me yeah. that? Huh? How you not tell me that, yo? What, did I knew them niggas? Yeah, yo, that's my, that's my, you ain't never heard me talk about Rice Town Rogers, yo? Yeah, I heard you talk about it, but I knew you was a little bit older than me, you feel me? Yeah, nigga, but I ain't there on the Shirley Avenue, too, but I'm like, yo, older than me, you feel me? Damn, we live now, though. Oh, all right, damn, all right, that's what's up. But God damn, though, yo, that's crazy, yo, Shirley, man, you, you probably know all of them, the Ockmore and them niggas, Kyrie, mm -hmm. call them Geeky, Geeky Kai. <laughs> Oh shit, you say we live. All right, let's go. Yeah, a little bit older. Let me see. I wonder, can I get more? All right. Yeah, we're gonna let it, we're gonna let the building fill up a little bit. I don't know where everybody at. They late. They ain't even waking up. I don't know where Sean at. Sean sleeping in late. I don't understand all that. I don't get that. Yo, if they were serious about this liberation, Chevron, they'd be right here with us right now. If we went live at six o'clock, they'd be here. They ain't serious about that. Liberation of African minds people. They just about that talk. Sean popping late. I see you, Sean. You're late. You're two hours late. <laughs> hey, look, sign that have been been uh posting crazy. Yeah, trying to be trying to. He put he put he put up you and I'll leave a harmony again. Oh, that one, yo, that stop is. it. Oh my god. Oh <laughs> uh, y'all, yo, I don't even know how people allow Ali Muhammad to still talk after that. <laughs> Like, like he should be banned from the community. And I feel like Zion Lex did the same thing the other day. I feel yep. like his lives been caught up with him. Now that we got you on record line, we shouldn't have to listen to you no more. You should be banned. <laughs> you should be banned. Like, I don't even understand how people allow them to call themselves scholars after they deliberately lie. We know your motive now. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Like, yo, now we know your motive. Zion Lex going to say Sankofa, uh, Ghana, and uh, what else he say? Uh, Ashanti was Hebrew words. Man. Yeah, he has some, some chick back in the From now on for that. Like, oh. they let him get away with the plagiarism in his book. Was deliberately plagiarized. You know what I mean? Um, he should have been banned for that, but they let him get away with that. But now this, come on, yo, like, and even Divine Prospect, yo, they will say anything. They will say anything to support their point, yo, that, God, get rid of them cats, yo, like. Well, we get rid of them with good information, yo. That's how we get rid of them. And see, most of the community, because you know the community is constantly flipping and new people coming in, they don't even know the legend. You know what I'm saying? They don't even know how, how we just officially smacked up everybody they be listening to. Everybody tend to forget that, yo. That's nuts. But yeah, they put up the Ali Muhammad joint again, man. That was like, <laughs> I'm like, yo had a fake degree, yo. Like, yo, seriously, you actually put, you did that to yourself live on YouTube. Oh. And you kept saying, you said, let me see that degree. And I started laughing, didn't I? <laughs> hey, Sharon, come on, man. Look, man, listen, man, you know where we from, yo. You know what I'm saying? Listen, yeah. 
Listen, man, we just had a lovely conversation. You feel me? Right. So yeah. you exactly know where exactly where I'm from. I mean, you know, I ain't from the toughest neighborhood. See, you never hear me say that, bro. You never right. hear me say I was from the hood. No, you never hear me say that out my mouth, do you, bro? Because then you would say, man, I'm the front ass nigga, wouldn't you? You would say, damn, this nigga. And I wouldn't, <laughs> listen, listen, this is why it's important to tell the truth. How in the hell do I run across you, bro? How old are you? 40. You 40. So I'm I'm 12 years older than you, right? Yep. Now imagine if I was perpetrating that, yo, and I'd have ran across you. You'd be like, Uncle's a front ass nigga, yo. <laughs> that nigga ain't from no hood. The niggas on their houses up there. Mm-hmm. You'd be left. Not to say niggas wasn't tough right, right. there, because they right. was, but it's it wasn't no neighbor. missing meals. It wasn't right. no missing meals. It wasn't no poverty stricken. It was none right. of that. I never lied about that, right? Right. The point is, is that people underestimate the ability to think and the ability to survive in, the, in these conditions that we frequent in. So you're not gonna come up there talking crazy about all of a sudden now you pull out a degree out your book bag, but then I say, let me see that and you pull back, I already see the tell. I'm like, oh, that's why I saw that. I'm like, oh man, oh, yeah, let me see. Now he was like, hit me right on the phone. You gonna see me look at the phone. He was like, yo, that degree ain't real because I, I I screenshot it real quick, yo. He got it that quick. <laughs> that quick. Damn. That he see is my man, yo. See, 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 see the unsung hero in this thing, yo, is Nahisi, man. He don't like to really talk. This dude been there, yo, from day one, man, like official. You know what I mean? So shout out to brother Nahisi, man. That's official. what's up. Raw squad official, man. Yeah, and see, in my eyes, that's what killed Ali Muhammad. Yeah. It killed him for me. Like, I can't, I can't go backwards. You know what I mean? Because now I know what he do with information. You feel yeah. me? Like yeah. you he play around with it. I, I, I see your boy Divine Prospect doing it a lot. You feel me? Yeah. Like I can't even listen to Divine Prospect no more. Like I don't care what subject he's talking about. I'm like, yo, he play around with the information too much. He try to make it say what he wanted to say. Like, it ain't like he not reading the right material. He definitely read the right material, but he's, uh, what's the word for it? He, he's, he's misquoting it. You feel me? He trying to say he's saying something completely different from what it's saying. Like, I can't rock with that, yo. Get it? <laughs> I can't rock with that, yo. You feel me? Like, and I seen Divine Prospect talking to the dude James White before, right? The white dude. Uh-huh. And they was going over the same information, but you could tell Divine didn't properly understand the information. Mm-hmm. He was quoting a lot of the stuff, but the dude James White, like, yo, you getting that all mixed up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that don't go with that. You feel me? Like, you, so I mean... Them guys know what they doing, man. They do, yo. They, 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 that's why it's easy for us to go ahead and beat the brakes off of them. They know what they doing, yo. They, they, they halfway crooking it. That's why, you know, man, shout out to everybody in the chat room, man. I see the chat room is starting to fill up, man. Welcome to the Sunday school class. Uh, me and Sherman got to run our damn mouth, yo. It's here right. at 30, man. 
Uh, hey, man, I've been up, man. You ain't been up. You just sent so, me a link like five minutes ago. I didn't. That's now you made that up. That was 1030. I had that link out there. Huh. Let me check. Dr. Yaya, what's up, sis? How you doing? Love to the family. That guy. What's going on, man? Shout out to you. LB, what it do? Alexandra Davenport. Alexandria Davenport. What's good, man? Jay Carter. What's up with you? Kofi, what's up with you, man? That ain't Kofi, is it, yo? That that Kofi? Nah, that's another Kofi. It's another Kofi? Yeah. Oh, I know what Kofi that is. Carl Go. What's up, man? Black African, I see you, man. Gaines, what's up with you, man? What it do? Yeah, Milwaukee. Milwaukee's in the building, man. Trey Smith, what's up with you? I see you. Mount Guller, what's up? George, what's up? Yeah, if I don't say your name, I can't read. I don't want to chop it up, so I don't want to mess it up like that. Oh, that's a BBO. That's West African. West African. Sonny, what's up with you? Man, appreciate everybody coming in. T. Washington, what's up? Enigma, what it, what it do? All right. One dude. <laughs> yo, yo. Hey, I want to shout out somebody, man. I know who's not going to catch it right now because of rehab. But he'll catch it later, man. Uh, my homeboy Quintus, man. Uh, October, like twenty second, like that that night, man. Um, innocent dude, man, leaving the store out North Nashville. He was shot, shot up in the car, yo. Slump, left for dead. Um, he ended up getting shot, losing control of his car, and causing a three car accident. Mm. Um. He survived it. He was in critical. He survived it with a bullet wound in the head. Damn. Yeah, yeah. He still got the bullet in his head, yo. And he lost all um, his ability to move his 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 right side of his body. But slowly, he's gaining it back, yo. So he he's he's being able to move his fingers, his arm a little bit more. His speech is slurred. You know, his leg is dangling. But um, right now, yeah, yeah. So they found a shooter or whatnot. Uh, apparently there was some type of, uh, I don't know, I think the shooter may have misidentified the guy or whatnot. However, they found the shooter and um, there's some stuff that's going on with that. So, you know, he really can't elaborate on it, but yeah, man, the man survived it though. All right. Hey, it's a warrior, survivor, man. Survivor from gun violence, man. Yeah. Shout out to you, bro. I'm a survivor from gun violence too. You know what I'm saying? Um, so shout out to that brother. Hey, Alfred Collins, I see you, man. Make sure grandma see this podcast right here, man. Make sure you give it these, these new joints we putting up with our Christianity, man. Shout out to grandma. I did a good job in raising Alfred. I want to get that shout out right there. So yeah, we want to get right into the mix. All right. Um, we start where we left off? No, no. We ain't no. Don't you wish we could? So... I want to do this. Um, we like to take them back to the basics, right? Everybody should have a copy of this. Mine is all broken up. Y'all see that? Structure mm -hmm. back civilization. You, normally, when I'm really reading a book hard, I usually get two of them because two or three of them. <laughs> I used to go on Barnes and Noble. They had my sneak them out the store. <laughs> I said sneak them out the store. <laughs> I <ain't say> sneak. <laughs> hey man, shout out for the babies, man. Um, you know, these podcasts right here, um, 
the live streams is for the babies and and those who who are still entwined in Christianity. And I specifically make the shows for everybody who want to be able to convey the message to their family. And you can send them to a place that's safe in the language. You know what I'm saying? And just safe. Period. All right. So this is why we do this. Is a no no cussing zone, right? We're going to express ourselves, but you know this ain't for us. This is for the people coming in. And a lot of misinformation that they're trying to uh, get a community these days. Uh, we've already covered all that. As a matter of fact, um, Jeremiah Judah, shout out to Jeremiah Judah, although you're a straight nut, I'm going to say it. Um, he tried to pull out a source the other day. People wasn't even using sources, right, until we came on the scene forcing their hand. So now we got Hebrews all outside the Bible. Get your butts back in the Bible. I can't, hey, Sherman, I can't even give him to read the Bible. I'm like, man, can we please go to the Bible? Go back to the Bible, right. Where y'all claim the 12 tribe child come from? Can we read that? And they doing everything but read that. Come on, man. So let me let me start right here. <clears throat> all right. Always gonna have a book. Always gonna have a source. Archaeology magazine. Dealing with uh, saving the language of Jesus. Biblical archaeology. You clearly see the picture of it. You can make it what you want. It's still artwork. Anyway, sign up for Bible archaeology. Don't let them trick you. All right. Hold on. Let me let me, let me grab this real quick. Hey. Can't believe I've knocked it on the floor. One second here. Couple of texts we're gonna be using here. I got Dr. Ben, African origin of the Western major religions. Don't get spooked out by the title any source i give you you got to check and double check this is what we do around here we check and double check i also going to hit this up from babylon to timbuktu all right we 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 rudolph windsor <laughs> rudolph windsor right he's one of them hebrew scholars supposedly this is where a lot of them ideas you'll hear being shrewd into the uh community spirit into the community will come from him and uh you know then my work chronology human evolution make sure y'all pick it up amazon uh make sure you get this the chronology of the bible this is five dollars this is twenty dollars all right so it might be 15 on amazon a little bit cheaper than that i'm not sure but this work right here by dr ben johanna inspired me to do this all right good things come in little packages all right so, all right, my inspiration was this right here. Uh, get it to your pastor and all that. Give it to anybody that claim in Christianity. You got to give them this. Very important. So, you know, these are the tools we're going to be using in the class. We're also going to start them off with, with, with Black Athena, one of them heavyweight books right here. And everybody that's taking this class and in this class should always get this. Encyclopedia of over 2,500 deities of the world. Get this. And whenever they start talking to Christianity, just whip this out on them. It said, Have you read this book? Have you even flipped through it? It's actually encyclopedia, got all the major gods on planet Earth. And you would have to ask yourself, how arrogant, how non study, and how stuck in beliefs. Can a person be to claim that none of these gods are real and accurate? Only the Christian God is accurate. 
Only the Jewish God is accurate. And only the Muslim God is accurate. Right there, there is a dividing line between the rest of the world and these Middle Eastern cultures. This begins the dividing line of claiming they got the only God. This is the beginning of monotheism. And let's see what exactly happened in the advent of monotheism. So we'll come to Black Athena. Starting the class. Black Athena page, I believe it's eight. Let me see. Get this wrong because we ain't going to long join out this thing at all. Man, all right. Nope. Nope. And you know, when I was sitting here by myself, I was able to flip right to it. Now, all of a sudden, that's the only thing that God can do make, make pages get messed up. You can't find it. It's the power it got. Dang. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> do it every time, yo. He don't got enough power to stop our people from being enslaved. But he does have enough power to make a page disappear. Funny. I cannot believe this, yo. Like, really? I cannot. I cannot slow the clap. Hey, Sean, say something. Oh, hold on. I got it. Nah, he made me look down when I supposed to look up. <laughs> yeah, volume, volume two. Go ahead. You want to say something quick, Sean, while I find it? Nah, well, yeah, 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 man. Make sure that you uh, support the GoFundMe link that's dropped in the chat. Uh, I also put it in Brother Garfield's chat just a second ago. Um, remember, man, the December 15th is a, uh, it's a battle. It's a battle going on, you mm -hmm. know? The squad versus the anti-vaccine movement. Again, I'm going to share the link again. Make sure y'all grab that link, man, support, you know? Uh, we taking up ties this Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we taking up ties. <laughs> yeah, man, put your dollar, two dollars, five dollars, ten dollars, whatever you got, hundred dollars, fifty dollars. Uh, you know, when the squad is in New York, man, we don't want to burden our families. None of our YouTube channels are monetized, man. We do this on our own dime. Uh, it's time to support. Y'all always talk about when y'all gonna go against the Europeans. I personally don't think that going against Europeans is that much of a big deal, like a lot of people want to make it. But if that's the big deal, well, here we go. Y'all seem to think we was designed to go against the black community. We was designed to go against the human community that 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 infiltrate us with misinformation. It just so happens that the Europeans have infiltrated our community. And like we say around here, the majority of the all of the pseudoisms that we've gotten into our pseudo community comes from Europeans. So we got the top-notch pseudos in their community on vaccines, the anti-vaccine movement started by uh, John F. Kennedy Jr., right? He, he's the first one of note. And then the list goes on, all right? They're going to be spewing misinforma misinformation, all right? So we're going to use the scientific method and science to debunk them, all right? And we need your help. So when we in New York, right, Dr. Mayad, Sanjeti, everybody, brother Saul, man, we 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 need to eat. Okay. We, you know, we're not we're not vegans where we can just rock around with nuts and berries. No, we're gonna need the baby to eat. All right, we need to go, we're gonna need the baby to get around, and we're gonna need material. All right, this has to happen fast, y'all. So go ahead and support. Uh you put the link in there, and y'all know what it is, man. Um, already got the plane ticket. Shout out to Sarnetta. All right, got that. So it's going down. Okay, it's definitely going down, man. Uh, let me put the you got the flyer, Sean. 
No, I ain't got that fly. I need some improvement, but I ain't got it. And you and so you can all, I think it's gonna be a live stream too. Uh get a ticket, ticket, ticket $30. Even if you're not going, just buy a dag on ticket. Um that that's how other communities do it. Um Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what I did for like uh the raising awareness group. You know, I wasn't going to no event in Philly, but I, I just ended up just buying a ticket and uh showing support that way, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, so even if you can't make it, you know what I mean. You could, if you're looking for something tangible for your investment, you know, just buy the ticket in good spirits. It's another way to support the event, and uh, also to go for me. You know, make sure you do that too because um, people don't ask. Like, you know, y'all wasn't around when when uh, some people weren't around when uh, the a year ago, two years ago, um, um. And the squad was driving around from library to library every other uh, week or so uh, doing free lectures just for the community. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you people were went around and, and, and still doing stuff. Still so, do the free lectures. <clears throat> I think it's imperative, man, that we we continue to build on, on if we want if we want to attack the community the way that we want to attack it. Then we need to invest in the things that could actually catapult us to that height. So, absolutely, man. Support the squad. Um, continue to donate. Um, build it up. Let's build it up so that we can show some advanced support for uh, people in the community we see as leaders and educators uh, for our future. And uh, you know, you used to sit, you used to go to church every Sunday and get lied to. And then, you know, give you a 10% or whatever you did, you know what I mean? Uh, every Sunday with no problem. Um, this ain't no every Sunday thing, but this is something that is critical into the advancement of our people. So, you know, support it, man. And uh, let's rock it. Let's rock it. Mm. Yeah, so there you go. Of uh, December the 15th, that'll be Sunday, man. Be there, man. No hoes. Bog man, we going in, man. Uh, look, we're gonna do our thing, man. All right. So, there's a couple doctors on their side, and they're all advanced pseudos. So, you know, this is a fact. This is what it is, man. Uh, it's a link. Um, Sean. Um, we actually can. Let me see www.vaccine.eventbrite.com. Let me pull it. You got it. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, put that in there. I think it's gonna be a live stream, man. I expect over. It should. We should have over two thousand people watching the live stream, man. Y'all gotta really. Y'all gotta go in, man. All right, we got one hundred six shares, man. Go to the actual fly on Facebook, Frank Gary's page, man, and share that flyer, man. All right, share that flyer. All right. I don't know where Chevron went at. Where the hell he went at? He right there, I think. Nope. You see him? Oh, uh, hold up. I thought he was there. She fell off. Nah, he fell off, yeah. Uh, no, I'm on the event bright right now. Vaccine date. Uh, 
All right, man. So let's get right into the lesson, man. So we start off right here with Black Athena, page eight. Volume two, Black Athena, Afrocentric Roots to Classical Civilization by Mark Bunnell. The Archaeological and Documentary Evidence. All right. Uh, and so we come right here. It says, now watch this. This is making a com com comparison to monotheism being introduced uh, uh, in the Middle East uh, and slave cities, slave societies, and how both was detrimental. Now watch this. The invasion of the Near East by the Sea Peoples in the 13th and 12th centuries described in the appendix to volume one did cause a break in the Levantine coast, which appears to have led to the replacement of the predominantly monarchical thought, talking about the, the monarchies, monarchical thought, thoroughly commercial, hold on, Monar wait, 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 hold on, let me start over again. The 13th and 12th centuries described in the pillars of value one did mm -hmm. cause a break in the Levantine coast, which appears to have led to the replacement of the predominantly monarchical thought through thoroughly commercial, though thoroughly, though thoroughly commercial cities of the Bronze Age by cities of a new type, dominated by the temples, not a palace, and then the, the inauguration of what we may usefully call slave societies. So when the sea peoples came in, they introduced what you would call slave societies. Okay, now watch this. Let's come down a little bit. Now watch this now. The destruction of civilizations accompanying the rise of monotheism included the loss of included the loss of the man, the destruction of civilizations accompanying the rise of monotheism included the loss of the great written languages of the early civilizations, Sumerian, Akkadian, and Egyptian. Hence the dramatic cultural break between uh, 500 AD and 800 AD, and, and 800 AD makes the disturbance of the 12th century BC look trivial. And so the introduction of slave societies in the 13th and the 12th century, right? That's them in comparison to uh, the destruction that the monotheism brought to that area, meaning they lost their cultural language. Language is culture, y'all. Language is culture. Culture is transmitted through the language. And so monotheism came in and switched all that up. You lose your Metanetra, you lose your Akkadian. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you, you, you lose the Sumerian language. It's no longer used. Right, and we can go on where temples start to be closed down in the whole nine yards. So monotheism was even more destructive than the slave societies. Now that's something to ponder. Monotheism was more destructive to the ancient world than the slave societies? Man. So let's find out why. Let's come to destruction of black civilization. Let's talk about how it was destructive the advent of Christianity, Islam, and Judaism in Africa, how destructive it is. And so we should always have a map when we're dealing with our Bible class. So y'all need to break out your maps. And I hope y'all got your uh, paper and pens because geography is essential to understanding what we're talking about. 
I mean, extra essential. Because if you don't understand geography, man, you're done. Like, you're just in trouble and you become a laughing stock. And, and if you don't understand the Bible world, you'll actually think the Bible world is the whole world. Then you're bananas. You'll actually think that Roman Africa is the, is the whole of Africa. You're bananas. You need to slow down. And let me say this slow. The Bible world does not encompass the whole world. It does not. As a matter of fact, the Bible, you, you can Google biblical world, right? And basically, these are the areas that are talked about in the Bible. They're not talking about North America, South America, Mesoamerica, which is in between North America and South America. They're not talking about Europe, right? They're not even talking about uh, Australia. They're not talking about South Africa, Central Africa, West Africa, okay? Man, they might be talking about parts of Ethiopia, parts of Egypt, not the whole of Egypt. So we need to really let that sink in, that the biblical world does not encompass the whole world. How do we know? Because there weren't inter intercontinental ships at this time. There was no Google. We could Google it. There aren't any motor-powered ships. There aren't any satellite technology. No cell phone. Let me call Egypt. Let me book me a trip. It's none of that. We need to stop applying our cultural understanding of the world on a time period that did not know any of these things. So the first thing that should have taught you when dealing with the biblical narrative, that one, it's a cultural story, and two, it does not encompass the whole world. It only encompasses their world, their perspective. So when God created the world, he had only created their world, not the whole world. This is the first thing you should demand from your reverend or preacher. Rev, prove to me that they was talking about the whole world, bro. They can't do it. They didn't even know the shape of the earth. You know what I'm saying? They, they didn't know that. So, man, we got to really start reading our Bibles with, with all this in mind because you'll get mystified and spooked out to think that God created the whole world when he didn't create the whole world. Their God only created their world, leaving out all these deities right here. Wasn't even thinking about them because they didn't even know about them. This is very important for us to really just settle down and really kind of grasp that. And if you can't grasp that, then you can't get it. You want to add something on that real quick, Brother Sean? Nah, you going in. Mm -hmm. The whole world. Stop it. Stop it. Your Reverend is lying. He's a liar. Your grandmother and your great-grandmother and your mother and your father, they're all, I don't want to call them liars. Yeah, yeah, they're lying if they say that that Bible is talking about the whole world because they didn't read it. And when you read the biblical narrative, you should probably read it with a map. Geography is very essential. A chronology is very essential. That's why we use chronology, right? You come to Dr. Ben's work, the chronology of the Bible, Right, he's, he's thought when he get to that map, he said the, chron the chronological list of the original book of the dead, the Old Testament, New Testament, and Quran. He says, stellar calendar in use by the ancient Nile Valley Africans and other Africans of the Great Lake regions, 10,000, 6,000 BCE. So there's a world that exists in 10,000 in 6,000 BCE, and they had a stellar calendar or stellar or star calendar dealing with the stars. Uh, you can go to Napata Player. 
Am I saying that right, Sean? The, the potter, right? And they have these celestial clocks. Or nept. I say it again. Say it again. Nah, I said you said Napata. <clears throat> you talking about Naptaplia? Naptaplia. Yes, that's the correct pronunciation of it. And you can just you you can you can Google that real fast. And they have some of the oldest uh, orientation to the stars. Uh, they predate Egypt. All right, maybe I'll bring it up if I can remember that. And then you would come to four thousand BCE. It's the solar calendar in use by the ancient Nile Valley Africans. Uh, dealing with the solar system okay uh the book of coming forth by dan by night was introduced in his revision state also known today as the book of the dead as translated in how good english so wiles so e birds london england in 1885 that's when he was translating it right then you got to watch this y'all then you have the beginning of the ancient you have the beginning of the world Creation story, adding to the Hebrew adaptation of Moses, the Pentecost, and much later. So at 3760 BCE, uh, you got to go to Bishop Usher. Hey, Sean, you got a minute to look at Bishop Usher up real quick? Yeah, yeah. I talk about Bishop Usher in my new book that's coming out, all right, and how he did some scientific calculation and all that that would uh, uh, say that the world started at around 4,000 BC sometime in October the 1st at nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that was his, that's what they all thought it was, right? They all actually all thought it was, now don't quote me on the actual dates. James right? Ursher, right? Huh? James Ursher, 1625. Bishop Usher, he's a bishop. Yeah. yeah. The white boy, right? Yeah. Right, okay, James, they're calling him James Ursher. Okay. The Church of Ireland, Archbishop of uh, Armagh and primate of all Ireland between 1625-1656. They say he was a prolific scholar and church leader who today is most famous for his identification of the genuine letters of the church father, Ignatius, and for his uh, chronology that sought to establish the time and date of the creation as the entrance of the night preceding the 23rd day of October, the year before Christ 4004, that is around 6 p.m. on the 22nd of October, 4004 BC, uh, per the prolific Julian calendar. <laughs> yeah, I was on my A game. I said October, yo. I said six o'clock, he said nine o'clock, the 23rd. Yo, how, how bananas is that, yo? No, it's but six. Then, <laughs> go ahead. It's six, it's six o'clock, 6 p.m. <laughs> yeah, I was on it. I did say six, didn't I? Hmm. All right. So, okay. I don't want to go too far from people, oh, but I gotta go where the spirit lead me. Oh, what? Yeah, I know. But it says uh, the time of Ursus chronology is frequently misquoted as being nine a.m., noon, or nine p.m. on October twenty-third. Uh, there's a related article that I need to look into. But yeah, you write on six. <laughs> Funny as hell, right there. Okay. This is where. Yeah, for y'all who don't got no daggone sense, and that's all of us, because I know I came in this without no damn sense at all. So don't feel bad when I say you ain't got no sense. It's a joke. Everybody relax. You need to have fun. It's a damn joke. Not into this. All right. This, this is Origin and Evolution of the Human Race, first published in 1910, y'all. You should probably get it. 
And not until what else we got here? Mm. Kind of this is blowing me right off my point. I got I'm trying to find where I got Charles Darwin's work. Charles Darwin's book. All right, well, I don't have Charles Darwin. Start you type in Charles Darwin, Sir Charles Darwin's work. All right. Um it's not until them books, it's not until Albert Churchwood, Victorian scientist, Albert Churchwood. And Charles Darwin, right, came in uh, bringing science or the natural sciences in. Before that point, the whole world actually thought that, I, you know what, I don't want to say the whole world. I'm making that mistake. I'm going to say uh, the scholars and Europeans at that particular time pretty much thought that the world began within the pages of the Bible. So African nations, I don't even think, uh, what's that time period for Usher? 16th? What was it? Uh, nah, he was he was born he he was born in six in the sixteen hundreds. His, right. his his claim to fame. <laughs> <laughs> he says the world was created uh, October twenty second, four thousand four BCE, six p.m. Uh, some people misquote him as saying it's, it's October twenty third, four thousand four BCE, at nine p.m. Right. So well, well, my point my point is very uh, that. In Africa and different places, man, they didn't know. They 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 thought that the world started with their tribe. You just got to read creation stories. I'll go to Google and find world creation stories, and you'll see each tribe thought that you know uh, that 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 it started with their ancestors, and and they all got an idea on how they feel like it was created. So I'm gonna tell you this right now: they all was wrong. All the creation stories was wrong into the advent of science. Right, and specifically modern science, where they start to uh really get into uh the paleontology, archaeology, and all that. Don't don't get mad, don't hate. Oh, that's the white man science. Relax. So what? See, this is the problem. You're worried about uh who actually did what and when they did it, right? If you understand anything about science, science does not pop out of nowhere. Just like a tree doesn't go bubble boom and pop up, just like human beings that go bubble boom and pop up. There's a source, there's a starting point, right? So math, science, and all that, it starts in Africa. And, and, and as science goes on, they always reach back into the path to build their foundation. It's just that simple. So you just don't pop up doing chemistry. You gotta go back to older civilizations to get the start, the, 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 the rudimentary starting point of chemistry. You know what I'm saying? Like you just don't get the vaccinations, you gotta go to inoculations. You got to go to West Africa. You got to go to China and India. You can't start in the Americas. You can't start in Europe. So stop hating, right? Enjoy science for what it is. Don't worry about if it's at the point now where in the 1600s, 1800s, where they start to coin the word modern science and it's late with Europeans. Well, well, why wouldn't it be late with Europeans? Because we was enslaved. We wasn't even allowed to participate in it. What you need to do is celebrate the fact that now we can send our babies to school and start to participate in it. Shout out Martin Luther King and them to allow us to write the baby to go to any institutions, but y'all don't want to take advantage of it. Y'all don't want to take advantage of that. Y'all just want to talk nonsense and say that's the white man thing. That way you could just be lazy and don't got to go to school and listen to some Ali Muhammad's and all them on some nonsense and think that's getting some daggone schooling. 
And I ain't dogging Ali Muhammad. Shout out to Ali Muhammad. Me and him, cool. But the misinformation, man, is misinformation, man. No more different than when Brother Polite strewed misinformation on vaccines. Yeah, that's my man. But that's misinformation. And it is what it is. Gotta tell the truth, right? So misinformation is misinformation. All right? So we just it just needs to be noted that now take advantage of it. Send your babies to college. I got three babies in college now, all right? Man, they gotta be on par with the rest of the world no matter what you think, okay? So stop hating and participate. We're not worried about the color. We're worried about if the, if the numbers, you know what I'm saying? If the facts line up, that's what we're more worried about. So I said all that to say, back to them dates right back to the point where uh thank goodness for darwin and them africans wasn't digging up graves that ain't what we was doing that was sacred not to do that to grab fossils in charles darwin's time they didn't have any fossils but they was the first people to talk about what hold on chef let me get you in here hold on bro my fault yo they was the first people to actually start talking about where you know where it started where, where human beings come in that was charles darwin and them and albert churchwood that's why we study charles darwin's work and albert churchwood's work now boom got the christianity piece right got the origin of so i'm gonna kind of wave back and forth real quick on that so i want to come to why these Hebrews are real crazy because they use people like Rudolph Windsor, right? And this is why I say use a daggone map. This is why I say study evolution. If you study evolution, you'll understand where humans first traverse from, right? You'll understand, you'll understand why vaccines are so important. That's why I, you know what I mean? I wanted to be groundbreaking. I wanted to get a community something that they could really you know, I, I mean, I give you a tool and then you got to take advantage of it. So studying biology and biological human evolution is vital to understanding your damn story because they could trick you with the Bible. But the Bible don't even say that human beings start in Africa. That's the point. According to Rudolph Windsor on page 54, from Babylon to two book, 10 book to a horrible book, a horrible book. And yes, you got to have horrible books in your library to understand what the misinformation is. Okay. So how and where did Africa receive its black population? Did it come from the South, East, North, the West, across the mighty oceans, or did this population originate in the interior of the continent through a gradual process of evolution? You got a question mark there. So he's already anti-evolution. You know what I'm saying? So that means he's anti-science. What'd you say? You said you're on page 54? Yeah, you got that book? Yeah. Pretty cool. Go ahead. Okay. So he talks about, uh, okay, Herbert Wendell and Basil Davidson say that it presumably came from Mesopotamia, Babylonia. Okay. So he's talking about this Asiatic thing right now. Whenever you start talking about the Middle East and population come from the Middle East and Babylon and all that, that's the Asiatic. That's where the nation of Islam, the nation of God's earth got their thing from. Asiatic Batman and Asia, because they thought that life started in Asia. 
understand human life right. started in Asia. All right? That's where you get these sayings from in our community. So out of Asia. They don't even understand the evolutionary theory talking about out of Asia. So the out of Asia, you know what I'm saying? Man, that thing been beat back. But there are aspects of Asia that are important because just maybe prior to Homo sapiens sapiens, maybe some type of archaic, archaic humans, right, or archaic finds might have came out of Africa. I mean, out of Asia, maybe. But one thing's for certain, two things for sure, Homo sapiens sapiens developed in Africa. Thus, we have the out of Africa theory, which is dealing with Homo sapiens sapiens. So, boom. So we write back to Rudolf Windsor, misinformation. It Was says, that the second paragraph? It says the history of the ancient black Jews. He hit you with the ancient black Jews because he's not familiar with this, y'all. Boom, 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 boom. Always got to get an anthropology book, right? Always get an anthropology book. There's certain key features in what we're doing that will make you boom, got lucky. Page 123. And it's advantages and disadvantages depending on the environment of dark and light skin color. So just basically, this is just talking about uh dark and light skin and where it actually resides right and you know i've always talked about the skin map so by the time you go to mesopotamia all right these people are brown these people would not be white based off the skin map look up the skin map right i don't want to get too deep into today but when he say the black israelites from mesopotamia well goddamn right they was brown the majority of human beings are in the temperate zones and the temperate zones are the areas where uh uh where the sun and heat um, is more prevalent than cold whole lot of life is not originated in the arctics like that man let's see hold on i can just whip this real quick for y'all oh man ancient civilization in the old world um real fast yeah so right here Dang. i have some skin mat for y'all Look at it real good. Look what Mesopotamia is. That's why I said get a map. Here you go. This area right here will be Mesopotamia and all that right in that area, right? All up in that area, right? All right. You see them people ain't exactly white. Jet black. They ain't white at all. Mm -hmm. All right. Class moving fast. You had to rewind it, man. All right. So back to this. Okay, African people migrated from Babylonia, but there is a proclivity uh, amongst many scholars to bypass Jewish sources because of prejudice and to look elsewhere for the solution in the mythologies of the nation. Much truth has become lost in the worship of many gods and in the uh, deification of many kings. So now, He's, he's attacking ancient. Remember, I told you how monotheism actually was one of the single most causing the destruction of ancient civilization? Right, because they have a problem with deified kings, but they forgot Jesus Christ is a deified king. He's the king of Judah, right? He's the king of Israel, right? He's a deified king that became God, right? That ain't nothing new to Africa. You had deified king. Am I not right or wrong, Sean? Deified kings, is that something new? Nah, it ain't new. Right. So we got that part. I'm going to say this again. Deifying kings is an African idea, or shall I say, an ancient world 
uh, idea prior to Jesus Christ being deified in the book of Matthews, where the, the, the dove come down and all of a sudden he becomes deified, where he becomes Christos, which is yeah. a Greek word for uh, uh, um, the Messiah. Or yeah. yeah, you find that you find that in most ancient civilizations, even China, the deification of kings. So that's that's just what ancient people did. Thank you. It's not new. Hello, Christians. It's not a new, brand new, groundbreaking idea coming from God. Hmm. Anyway, it says, can we put any credence in Jewish record? No, because of understanding the map and understanding they didn't have Google and all that stuff as i said before they didn't know the world not unless you expect me to believe that there was just just one god they knew everything that some kind of way god got around the minds of human beings meaning everything that we talk about in the bible comes from the mind of human beings everything even the fact that they said they were motivated by god that's a human statement coming out of the mind of a brain that says god motivated us to write this this is a key component in understanding the literature of the Bible. Now, why am I just calling it literature? Because if you call it the Holy Bible, then all of a sudden you have covenanted it, if you have, you have accepted it, it's been something that's divinely inspired, which is not, it is literature. Hmm. So, the Jewish record, okay, ethology and migration of the ancestors of the Africans. Okay. I think so because Abraham came from a distinct a district of Babylonia. That ain't nowhere in Africa, y'all. Right? Which was the cradle of civilization. They said the cradle of civilization. So let's not get tricked. When you come to uh go to Barnes and Nobles and all that, go to books. John, what do they say the cradle of civilization is? Huh? Mesopotamia. All right, Mesopotamia, Babylonia, right? So they're yeah. not telling you you have several cradles, right? They don't they don't mention that part. Let me show you what's really important here. See, sometimes we get stuck and fighting things that ain't even really that slick. So of course you can have pockets of people that migrate from Africa and start different civilizations. So you have several cradles of civilizations around rivers. So early on in our study, we said, y'all, Africa's the cradle of civilization was the person. It didn't have necessarily have to be that. That ain't even as slick. It's not as slick as y'all think that is. So we know for a fact you got several cradles around the river. Absolutely. I could I could show you uh, anthropology paleontology to show you, right? You know what I'm saying? These things might have been uh coincide with each with each other after the uh, great ice age, uh 11,000 BCE. This is when the Great Lake, this is when the Great Lakes in Michigan appeared based off of the fact that the ice cast was starting to melt. And now all of a sudden the shorelines, you know what I'm saying, are starting to flood back based off of the uh, uh, ocean water being released out of that. So this is displacing people once again. I'm gonna say it again. People live in areas that were uh, uh, exposed based off of the water, right? The earth's water being, a lot of it being sucked up into the ice caps. So this is exposing a lot of areas of land. People are living in these areas, okay? Weather change, right? Ice ages are starting to change and dissipate. And now the water's being released again, right? The study is in Lake Michigan. Y'all need to study that. How that water got there. The Persian Gulf gets reflooded out again, right? And out of that, out of that destruction of people, starts these civilizations start to crop up at around 10,000 BCE in that earth. 
with farming starts to be more prevalent. Y'all think that farming is the most important thing? No, based off of Black Athena. Boom. Book three, linguistic evidence, right? Uh, it talks about the origin of agriculture. And it talks about how, um, so based upon the wheat body, you know, found. Hold on, this is important. This is an important fact right here because people think that the agriculture is the slickest thing going to mankind. No, that's what they told you. You should really get educate yourself to realize that farming really represents failure of natural crops growing without you having to plant it. I wanted to give you a source on that. I know it's in this book right here. Um, dealing with the right. Hey, Sharon, add something real quick. I want to add this source in there. Say something. Oh, yeah. Well, I was um just typing in the chat that um when you pulled up the Rudolph Windsor book, that's a big stumbling block for um the Hebrew Israelites. Um his book is full of errors. Is I, I just don't even but all of them. This is their main corpus that they go to. Even if they say they don't, this is their main corpus where they get their information from. Um, and it places the uh, the birthplace of man in Asia. It's just, it places civilization starting first in, uh, in Asia. Then it has the black population moving out of Asia into Africa which is completely turned around like so they th this causes a lot of problems for them but this is what religious people thought in the 1800s you dig what i'm saying so mm -hmm. the the information is way outdated uh science can disprove all of that so you want to add something there sean All right, heal me. So let's come to page 52, right? And I was talking about the advent of farming and how we also fell for that nonsense. So we fell for the cradle of civilization. We fought over that. When the truth is you got pockets of civilization, right? We fought over skin color when 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 the when the major when the when the original uh 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 homo sapiens sapiens and and, and, and archaic humans, when I say archaic humans. Uh, we're saying prior to AMH anatomically modern humans came, everybody was brown or black. So that wasn't even slick. Being brown and black wasn't slick. It was only slick for the protection of the sun. That's what. That's why your skin color is so important to homo sapiens sapiens, because it protects you from the harmful rays. All right, I ain't going to get into all that right now. That's why that's super slick. But not the fact that I'm black and I'm proud. You should be proud that you blocked out that sun. So right here to agriculture right now. So we dispelled the myth of brown about being a cradle civilization because there's several pockets of cradles. So they only mention Mesopotamia when they write their books. So now we're including the African cradle within that, right? And I'm gonna show y'all something that we got that can't nobody deal with. So watch this. Let's deal with farming and how we thought we would fight over farming, how important that was. Farming wasn't as slick as they told us in school. So the origins of agriculture on page 52, Black Athena, book three. Break up the, of the middle now culture. Now watch this. It says, until about 40 years ago, prehistorians simply saw the adaptation of agriculture as an advance of knowledge and, and technique worthy of a technique worthy of the title revolution. 
More recently, however, this idea has been qualified by the discovery that many peoples who gathered wild fruits, tubers, and grains today have a good knowledge of plant propagation, but are still reluctant to grow foods. So just because we wasn't farming didn't mean we didn't have an adequate understanding of plants. See, they try to fake you out or even needed to farm. They always try to fake you out. This, that's why these classes are very important and very informative so that you don't fall into these pitfalls that we fell into early on trying to get out the story. Now watch this. They argue quite reasonably that since they can reap enough wild plants, why should they go to the trouble of sowing them? In some ways then, the adaptation of cultivation should should be seen not as progressive, but as a result of failure. The failure of wild plants to sustain the population. There you go. We can go on to say, on the other hand, once women and men began to select grains for planting genetic, for planting generic uh, planting could certainly have raised yields sharply. This increase coupled with the greater regularity of harvest can allow for bigger grain supplies, right? That could support a much higher population diversity. There you go, y'all. So here we go, there we go. You can even go to Napata Player and they had, they, they was the first ones to actually invent like st great large storage, storage bins areas. So they would actually pick the crops and the plants and put them in these storage areas. Feel me? They will also have supply of water underneath, underneath of uh, the earth. You know what I mean, they they built these things. All right. So I just want to kind of put that out there. There you go. So Rudolph Windsor, back to Rudolph Windsor, right? And he goes on to say, he talks about Abraham, which is a mythological character, no matter what they say. So whenever you read the story and somebody say Abraham, they're taking you back to the Bible. That's the only place you can literally verify who Abraham is. Remember, you should not feel pressure to believe a story that was created by the people that imagined the story. Let me say this a different way. You should not feel the pressure to believe in any God or any this or any of that based off of a story written by the people who came up with the story. You need to look for outside sources. So if you want to know about Christianity, you should read Roman sources. They ain't got no dog in the fight. If you want to know about Native American population, you know what I'm saying? You want to learn about anything, don't listen to the Native Americans. Go outside of the Native Americans, right? And then couple that with what they say and see how things line up. That's how it's done. We're not just listening to the Native Americans when they say they come, they come from America and they have been nowhere else. That's what a lot of Native Americans say that this has always been their home. That's a good point, though. Uh, hey, because the one of the books that you just pointed out, uh Black Athena, um Martin Burnell, he actually did what you just said. He do, he took a look at white culture from the outside and critiqued it because you can't listen to them because they wanted to tell you where their cult, culture came from 
but that's them telling the story. They never really have anybody to critique them. You know what I mean? So, so that, that's an excellent point. Mm -hmm. That's it. And, and Martin Burnell did that in Black Athena. So there you go. So anyway, back to this guy right here. He said the Hamites began to arrive in Africa. So he's done. So you're done. When you say <laughs> the African, the Hamites began to arrive in Africa, first of all, he's right, based off of the Jewish narrative. I'm going to say this again. Rudolph Windsor is right based off of the biblical narrative. So all y'all divine pseudo, yeah, divine pseudo, and all y'all black Hebrews to try to couple, you know what I'm saying, the Bible with the, the out of Africa theory, you're lying. You've been disingenuous. The Bible clearly states that Ham and them migrated into Africa. Mm. So Rudolph Windsor is right based off of the biblical narrative that the population of the human population because the Garden of Eden is not in Africa. And I challenge anybody to prove that the Garden of Eden is in Africa. It said rivers, rivers went up out of the garden into Africa or, 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 or into these areas. So it was there and the rivers came up out of that into other areas. That's what it says. Hmm. So he's right based off of the biblical narrative, but based off of the scientific explanation, He's teaching you once again that 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 Asiatic black man. That's what he's doing. So we're coming to origins, origins and evolution. Hold on, origin and evolution of the human race. Albert Charleswood. He makes a very profound statement right here on page. I'm gonna show y'all. Whenever they start talking about Asian and all that, that's the Asiatic black man. Nation gods on earth and nation Islam. They all follow that narrative. So you go to chapter one. Africa, the birthplace of man. He is one of the first guys that was talking about Africa be the birthplace of man. He he and Charles Darwin is some of the first people they just so happen to be white. Remember, we enslaved at this point. We, we, we ain't getting into the studies. We're coming from tribes in Africa that didn't know about the whole damn world and ain't nothing wrong with that. Stop acting like it's something wrong with that. Stop stop trying to make up stuff where we sail to America. Stop it. That ain't... We, See, they, they got us arguing over shit that ain't even important, y'all. I know. I was involved in arguments. That's not even important. So right here, he says, from studies I have made during many years, I am fully convinced that the hetero, the, no, the hit, hetero, uh, let me see, preconceived ideas of many scientists regarding the origin of the human race both as the place and date are erroneous and evidence will be brought forward to prove that the human race did not originate in asia but in africa so the bible is promoting an asiatic brown person remember that area the skin map these people are brown and all in that area right so windsor is right based off the biblical narrative which is not talking about the whole world He's only talking about the culture that couldn't have known where humans originated. They didn't even know about where humans originated until you start talking about Albert Churchwood and them. Grave robbing. You got to start robbing some grave really get the real story. Hey, to say it, you have to go against a lot of ancient cultures to start to really put the story together, y'all. Oh, man, look at them. They did so. What? Thank goodness they robbed some graves to get the daggone story. But let me make this point very key. Charles Darwin and them during their time, they had not found any human fossils yet. The felt was, was extinct apes fossils. 
And they were saying, based off of that, wherever we find the odors of something, this is where the origin of it is. Boom. That's, you can find that in the work, uh, chapter one, chapter two, man, God, and civilization. Take note, man, God, and civilization. So first, you got to have a daggone man that even make up a God to even start a daggone civilization. But always start with us when we talk about information, whether it's scientific or whether it's mythology. I hope that didn't fall over y'all head. Now, this evidence will be objective and subjective as proofs of my um, contention against all learned men of the present day. So all learned men of the present day was always talking about Asia. Hmm. It's the birthplace of humanity. Thus you get nation gods and earth and the nation Islam. Where you get the statement and the Moors, where you get the statement, the Asiatic black man. There you go. So that make this note they're using european it's not nothing wrong using european but it's wrong using european sources that are just wrong and outdated that's the wrong part that the european sources are outdated and wrong that's the problem with using that okay the first question which arises is this when and where did man make his first appearance on this earth biblical scholars tell you like rudolph windsor I just added that in there. Biblical scholars tell you about 6,000 years ago in Asia. The area school, now watch the area school, like the area model, the area school, watch this. The racist model, watch this. The area school in Asia about 20,000 years ago. So the nation of Islam is promoting racism and white supremacy when they talk about the Asiatic black man. Nation gods on earth supporting racism white supremacy the earlier model when they talk about the Asiatic black man and i'm not saying they did this on purpose i am simply saying based off the fact we was enslaved kidnapped right and wasn't allowed to get to our story you know what i'm saying for real we went with what we went with okay so i'm not knocking for that i'm saying it's 2019 damn near 2020 right and damn is not a cuss word because you can find it in the bible be damned the fact that they're still using that is wrong, right? And out of order for these next generations coming up. That's what I'm telling you. And none of them can get around this statement, not at all. Others, including many scientists in Asia, okay? Or in some mythical land, which has now disappeared. All of them have denied Africa as the home of man yeah you know how they talk about the land of Mu and all that that's ali muhammad and them that's the european seals come with all that atlantis and all that food man so that's what that is right there so we got that straight now so y'all don't be mystified about um the cradle civilization now let me show you what's really deep right here let's come right here real quick then we're gonna move on real fast it's it's 1208 we'll be out of here by 12 30 y'all all right uh, let's jump right here real quick to the Journal of Nature. All right. I'm going to show you what they can't get past. Remember I mentioned, I said, I'm going to show you what they can't get past, where, where they can't introduce Asia to you, and they can't introduce that and the other, and they can't play the critical civilization over you. We need to be looking at the crucible of culture. This was really important. Oh, here you go. Let me click this on. All right, let me share the screen. We're gonna come to the Journal of Nature. Ain't never coming no sources for y'all. We'll come to the Journal of Nature. And after we do this, we're gonna figure out where they was first called Christians at. Yeah, we moving in this way. 
So y'all can see it, right? Man, I got a sport, baby. Let me do it like this. So we see right here, the source is Nature, International Weekly Journal of Science. This says the crucible of culture. This is what's important. Not, not civilization, did y'all think is super slick? Where population boom and infection diseases start to take over based off of the close proximity of a lot of human beings? <laughs> is why we're going to defeat them in their argument on the vaccines because nature is best to tell the story of infectious diseases and how human beings had to come up with ideas to report it. I mean, I don't want to get all on target. I just want to let y'all know we're going to beat the brakes off them pseudos because anybody can get it. Africans can get it. Mexicans can get it. And God damn it, Europeans sure can get it. Anybody can get it. Back to this real quick. We need to be focusing on the crucible of culture. Where's the crucible culture at? In Africa. 2,150,000 years ago. First appearance of anatomically modern humans in Africa. There you go. Boom. In Africa. It's a during the late ice age. Human population in southern Africa went through a profound change that sometimes coincide with major environmental shifts. So you got to understand geography is what I'm saying. If you want to understand monotheism and Christianity, but you got to understand culture if you're going to even understand Islam, Christianity, and Judaism, because they're all cultural ideas, y'all. So I'm coming to the crucible of culture. I'm coming to where culture first is put together. This predates any civilizations of note. And it's in Africa. So stop fighting for civilizations when you need to fight for your culture. This is where you get your strength from. Because as long as you got your culture, you can survive in any civilization. Let me show you how. The Hindus survive in America. Right around, Shepherd. Definitely. The Koreans survive in America. Right around, Shepherd. Mm -hmm. The Chinese survive. People from the continental Africans, the Ghanaians, the Nigerians, they survive in America. Do they not? They definitely do. It's their culture to make them make, make the braiding stores. That's a cultural thing where it's only people from Africa working in there. You feel me? Yep. You know, the Koreans, they got advanced. They saw high Mexicans and stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> they, they figured they'd work for a little cheaper wage. Because you know mm -hmm. some things that African American is not going for. We're not going to work for seven dollars, bro. We're going to hit your stash, take your bread, get a bottle. <laughs> I'm joking. Here's what is into this. No, I'm joking. But the point is, we're just not. We're not going for that. So you come right here. Let me give you the crucible of culture. Let's go to the map. So at 250,000 years, anatomical humans. They've now moved their data to 300,000. So we come to here. At 100,000 years ago, residents of Bloom Bloss Cave processed okra to produce a store with pigment. I'm going to say it again. At 100,000 years ago, we got the rudimentary understanding of pigments, which is the first start in chemistry, y'all, at 100,000 years ago. Shout out. To double S architect down by sport. Y'all done. Y'all done on that. Anyway, 
Anyway, but in 100,000 years, your ancestors, right? This is this is during the Great Ice Age. 100,000, right? Let's come to next thing. Get that idea of being in caves is so bad and white people in caves. That's nonsense. Your ancestors was in caves before white people even came on the earth, before white people even came out of your gene pool of evolutionary process. There is no white people at 100,000 years ago. There is no pale skin at 100,000 years ago. Only people that, that have the protection from the sun is around right now. There is nobody else living anywhere at this point. Just in Africa. Now watch this. Clinical point Africa, Bloom Bluff Cave. Y'all see them stars right there? Clint Drift, okay? Cape Town. All right, we will be taking trips today. The Master Clan Warrior and Amaral Squad, we will be putting together trips going to South Africa, y'all. This will be our legacy in this, I promise y'all. That's what we're taking to people. I'm not going to Egypt, goddammit. I'm not doing it, not me. I'm going to South Africa where the crucible culture is so people can understand that it's the culture is the most important thing. Not farming, not civilization, but your damn culture, which will allow you flexibility to develop a new culture in any environment you need to survive. Remember, change, you know what I'm saying, is the victor of the day. Those things that can change and manipulate and mutate into certain environments will survive over those who cannot. So if you stuck in thinking you can take some dice and some bones and stop those intercontinental ships from blowing you up, then you're going to get wiped out. If you think you can make some type of prayer, you know what I'm saying, that'll get you through school without studying hard, then you're going to get wiped out. If you think that you can pray to something and magically make something appear, then you're done. I'm not saying don't be religious. I'm saying put it in its proper context. Your morality does not come out your religion. Your morality comes out of an agreed way of acting by other human beings around you. And I'm not gonna say that twice. So let's go to number two point in the crucible culture. Steel Bay culture, inhabitants, Bloom Blanc Cave and other sites in South Africa, engraved orchid shows the clearest evidence of early symbolic thought. So you can't even conceive a Bible without having a symbolic thought. You can't even conceive a civilization without having a symbolic thought. Hey, 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 Shefflin and Sean, make sure y'all get your Bibles ready because I'm going to go into the Bible and get out of here. There you go. Still babe culture. Okay. Y'all see it on the timeline 75,000 years ago. Still babe culture disappears. Now, Cooler phase with lower sea levels exposed, right? Continental shelves provide new inhabitants for humans. All right, so they live in all these areas, y'all. It is the tip of Africa, South Africa. Now, five. Let's come to four. Howison's port culture. Let me say it again. Howison's port culture. Look that up. Flourishes in South Africa between 50,000 and 75,000 years ago. All right. Let's say it again. Howison's port culture flourishes in Africa. All right. Southern Africa. Now, five. Expansion of modern human population in Africa and onto other continents between 50 and 100,000 years ago, y'all. So the crucible of culture is in Africa. Nowhere else. Culture will develop civilizations, y'all, like ideas. 
ways to manipulate your environment comes out of understanding your culture. And that's why we've been, been behind so much because we do not understand culture and the flexibility that culture affords us so that we can survive. Culture will identify your enemies. So we know that drugs is the enemy in the black community based off of the culture. And you know, you know, Chef, when we talked about that. Okay. Right. So your culture will tell you, man, you shouldn't mess with that. Or your culture will tell you, man, you need to know how to get some money off of that. I'm not saying negative or positive, y'all. The whole United States was based off of some kind of crazy crime. Right. But when you promote that crime in your community, you're decimating it. And your culture will tell you how many. I talked about all the young, I tell you that I felt like I was personally responsible, right? For, for, for all the lives that was taken in Hilltop, you feel me? Based off my bad example of what it was to be a man in America. So for me, I felt like being a man in America is having money, you know what I'm saying? Having a lot of it and being that nigga, you feel me? All right, now, I, I was always saying you need to have a business with that message. God damn, man. How many niggas died trying to get to the point that I made it to, Shepard? That's the crazy part. Trying right. to follow my example of having businesses and stuff. We talked about the area where I had businesses at, you know what I'm saying? We talked about all of that. I ain't going to bring it up right now because that's not important. We're not going to glorify ignorant-ass behavior. We're not going to glorify that. But what I'm trying to tell you is it's your culture that will examine if selling drugs in our community helps us or hampers us. Based off what I see, we lost a lot of lives. That most people that I know of, 99.99% of them, wind up in prison. Shout out to my man, Brian Bagley. That was my bodyguard, right? He did 13 years in prison for shooting a police officer in the head when we was about 12, 13 years old. Matter of fact, the first time I got locked up was, was when I was 12 years old and I was with Brian Bagley and we was in Luckman Park and we were sitting on the bench and we were smoking weed. You know what I'm saying? Y'all had about 50 bags of weed on there. Back then, your ass is getting locked up for real with 50 bags of weed on you. You're going straight to jail. And so the undercover police rolled up on us. We're sitting there. I'm high as a motherfucker. I'm like, oh, shit. They snuck up on us, yo, and they started the searches. They pulled me to the side. They say, look, man, you looking kind of young. Now, Brian Bag was about two years older than me, but he was he was heavy set and he was thick, so he looked way older than me. He was like, man, look, bro, I know you just said getting out. We see him in this park all the time. Where in the hell do we got the weed at? I know it got us away, man. We just want to get on the street. I looked at him like, man, I don't even know what y'all talking about. They was like, what? So you can protect him? I was like, look, man, I want, I want my mother and my father, man. Because I'm underage, right? They're like, okay, well, you're going to jail with them. So they proceeded to lock us up, the handcuffs, and they locked us up, right? When I got out of jail, my man was forever indebted to me. He was like, bro, you didn't turn on me. You know what I'm saying? They, they'd have let you walk if you'd have told them and you didn't. He said, I'm forever indebted to you. Okay, so after later on, they lined up shooting police and he was gone for 13 years. By the time he came back out, you know, we was on our string of what we considered to be businessmen and getting money, which was a bunch of usually a life shit. I, say all, I said all that to say was, shout out to Brian Bagley. You know what I'm saying? He lost his life in this struggle, in this thing we call our business. Right, shout out to all the young brothers and sisters that lost their lives trying to live up to the example that I set. Shout out to them, man. You know what I'm saying? Peace be with their families that lost these young lives, man. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, decimate the whole community. So, our culture will teach us that selling drugs ain't the best way, no matter what y'all think. That more people lost their lives than trying to do it, 
and trying to be successful than would they would have been successful if they just went to school and took the slow route look up the story the tortoise and the hare that's a very very important story i took the rabbit or the hare right i know some brothers that took the tortoise everybody on my side 99 percent of them is dead and those who took the the uh the turtle or the tortoise they still around okay so our culture has identified what the enemy to us have been now um what about we didn't bring the drugs and they put it there man first thing i learned was take personal accountability personal accountability that they could have set them drugs there we didn't have to touch them of course the conditions were right for that we had low income families no money you got to get it got to i get that now i have no excuse because we had money in our community i can't use that so our thing was a mental thing or something You've been in that area, Chevin. It's not under progress. Right. <laughs> That'd be dumb. We went to the best schools in Baltimore. Fall staff, Northwestern. So we can't say that. The point I'm making here, how important is culture? Because it teaches you. Culture is a snapshot of what happened in the past, what's happening in the present, and what will happen in the future. You cannot learn from the future because it's not here yet. You cannot learn from the present because it's still happening. You can only learn from the past, right? So we bring forward culture, the good things and the bad things. The bad things we leave out. The past where it's deficient, we add to it, and we move forward. There you go. So back to this Christian thing. Did all that to get to the point where back to the Christian thing. Where was they first called Christians at? Antioch. Antioch, can we pull it up in the Bible? We're going to do what the Hebrews stopped doing. They stopped looking in the Bible. The Christians stopped reading the Bible, which is nonsense. Book of Acts should be, is it 13? One with this book of Acts, what? Was Simeon and Barnabas was first called Christians. And they was first called Christians in Antioch. Acts eleven twenty six. Can we read it, please? Acts eleven twenty six. I elect Acts eleven twenty six. And when he had found him, he brought him to Antioch. So it was that for a whole year they assembled and the and with the church and taught a great many people and disciple and the disciples were first called christians in antioch mm. there you go so in antioch which is somewhere in the greek area not in africa y'all is where they was first called christians at ain't that turkey Turkey, yep, right in it, yep, you hit him right in the nose, yep, yep. Oh man, I'm still, uh, let me get that a hole. That's what they first called Christians at. All right, let me. Kofi, what's good, man? You in there? Kofi. I ain't no dang on Kofi. Who that? Oh, that's you again? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you be on some boy. 
I thought you was in there, man. Wait, you want to say something, Sean? I don't know where you went at. Fake no, I changed my device. I got logged in on my laptop, which which is logged on the Kofi. Oh, okay, all right. For the Zoom. All right, so they was first called Christians in Antioch, right? Is where you got Paul starts his ministry. So he's actually administering to the Gentiles. This is where we call it European Christianity. Paul started that, the Gentile, the going, right? In the in the New Testament, going in the Old Testament, going means a different nation outside of Israel. So we know black people obviously wasn't the original Hebrews because they're considered the going, right? The Hamites are considered the going, all right? Uh, 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 the Jephthahites are considered the going different nations of those who do not practice the sacraments. Understand, I was raised in the Jewish neighborhood. I know exactly what the going is, all right? So the Europeans was brought into the fold, the Greeks and all that through this statement right here. So they was first called Christians, not in Africa, but within with the Isles. You know what I'm saying? In the non-African nation or the non, no, in the non-Jewish nation. This is where they was first called Christians. So to be a Christian, right, is to be a non-Jewish person, which is not to say that ancient Christianity was an actual, what we like to call it, uh, a, 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 what they call it, Sean, damn um a sect of judaism so all the first people of the way because that's what it was called people of the way right people of the way were all jews matthew mark and luke and jesus christ himself was jewish and they kept all the jewish laws practices the question is what the hell happened to y'all y'all start practicing the white christianity <laughs> well you can go to church on sunday funny so we come to Dr. Ben Word, page 77. He says, approximately 65 years after the Serena Rebellion in 115 CE and sometime before July 180 CE, Christianity was introduced into Northwest Africa. So he says it was introduced into Northwest Africa around 180 CE. That's 180 years after Jesus supposedly died and rose from the dead at thousand. Remember, y'all, whenever people walk on water and turn wine into water and turn loaves of bread to fish and all that, that's called mythology. There's a deeper, deeper underlying story to that. Relax. Nobody dies and come back to life no matter what y'all say. It's a belief system created by the people who believe in that. And we're not privileged to believe anything that a person that believes that. So the Malachi Yoke followers actually think Malachi Yoke has special powers. And right now he can transform back and forth to jail. And he's waiting on the sham. They really believe that. They really believe he could hover. They really believe he could reincarnate himself. Why would we listen to them? We have to go to outside sources to see if that was true and accurate, right? So these dates are approximately true because there was never any mention of Christians there before in any of the records of the Roman imperial government that, that uh, colonized the area. The first mention of the Christians came about uh, with the martyrdom of many of their numbers on July, on, on the 17th of July, 180 CE. There is no record given the exact number of the original group either, only of those tried and found guilty. Uh, communicating, uh, communi communing, wait, committing Christian acts 
against the Roman state. Let, let's get this straight for y'all. At the Nicene Council, which, which uh, Hidden Colors misinformed you, that's a pseudo documentary, I hate to say it, it's the truth. Uh, where they misinform you is, is that at the Nicene Council, is where uh, uh, Jesus was formed and the virgin birth was put together and he took out the black Christ and all that fool. That's not true. Constantine did not make uh, Christianity the state-sponsored religion. During Constantine time, it was not the state-sponsored religion. Y'all can look this up if you study the history of Christianity. I'm gonna say this again. Constantine did not, I'm gonna say it again, did not make Christianity the state-sponsored religion. You would have to go years after him where certain uh, emperors actually implemented the state-sponsored religious Christianity, and it wasn't Constantine. Thank you very much. There you go. So let me read this. It says, committing Christian acts against the Roman state, etc." So you go on to say, it goes on to say, it must, on page 78, it must be remembered that the Christians of the Carthaginian were indigenous Africans brought in from neighboring state called Numidia as slaves for the Roman imperialists, the imperialists who were ruling Carthage and other parts of North Africa at the time. It is also to be noted that amongst these early Christian slaves of every color, so the, they was Christians of every color, y'all, right, were uh, Petria, let me spell it, P-E-R-P-E-T-U-A, brother, and the same, uh, Lithia mentioned before, of whom it is said, her ordeal caused the premature birth of her only child and a few hours previous to her death as martyrdom for Jesus Christ. So you know this particular sister, or when I say sister, I'm just talking about a human being, this particular person, right, was actually one of the, one of the first martyrdom, all right? Hey, y'all, we got our first donation. Shout out to Max. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate that donation, man. The move us forward and what we doing, man. Shout out to you, brother. I'm a raw squad up, man, because y'all know we're going to be official. So, okay, so these first Christians in the Roman Empire, right, what they're talking about, were African. Now, let's get that term African straight. If you was in Carthage, you was an African. Why? Because it was part of the Roman province. The Roman province had nothing to do with the all of Africa. It wasn't no place called Africa, just the Roman province. Y'all got to Google that. Let me start down. During this time period, they didn't know about all of Africa. The Romans didn't. Right? The area that they called Africa was the Roman province. Look at Roman Africa. Google that. It'll show you what it was. Hey, 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 Shepherd. Oh, Sean, can you give me a map of Roman Africa? I don't know how I share my screen. So I got it. Go ahead. Let's get a map of Roman Africa real quick. It's 1232. Uh-oh. I ain't gonna mess all that up. It's 1232. It's 1232. We got them all. Mm, we on the clock. All right, so we got first Christians there in Antioch, which is non-African area. Share your screen. There you go. See what Roman Africa look like. Roman province. There you go. Can't see. All right, there yeah. you go. All right, there you go, yo. It's a little part of Africa, then they got look at that. 
There you go. Oh, let me let me let me do the screen some justice. Should have went to the should have went to the article. All right, that's all. That's it. I see it. Let's go. Let me give you this. All right. Hey, Chef, you being funny too, man. It simply says screen share, yo. No, not on my, I'm on the iPad. It do say, yo. Yeah, it said on the iPad too. You just being funny. You, you, you act like you can't. <laughs> here we go right here. Roman cities, Roman provincial capital, Venetian and Berber cities, not under Roman control. It's where you see the dots. And then other Rome territories outside of Africa are in red, which will be here, which will be here. Purple Roman provinces of Africa right here. All right, there you go. If it ain't in there, it ain't dang, that's all they had right there. So stop it. Yeah, they didn't have Africa. Right, that's what they had and they named that. And what's that's that? One, that's 50 AD, what it say? 50 AD. Mm -hmm. So here go to Africa again with that uh, purple and red etch going around here in this area, right over here, the same thing that was saying up top. You have Mauritania uh, and those two spots over here. So not affiliated with over here. Then you have other Rome territories, which is the same two spots. You have this little, the things with this little line was Roman roads. So all these roads right here from here was Roman roads. And then up there, there was Roman roads. All of these is Roman roads. They don't even go but below the Sahara. They're all at the tip. And then you have uh, provincial capital right there. So with the, with the here, they go one, they go two, they go three. Copies. But that's why they can call Hannibal an African because he's in the Roman province called Africa. And that don't mean he was sub-Saharan African. That don't mean he come from your lynch. How about that, y'all? Look at the time periods. They're moving the indigenous people out of that area. Don't get me started. There you go. Yep, so and they got Roman cities right there. So all of these are Roman cities and it's all at the tip. Again, we'll go down a little bit further to 200 AD. No, we can stop right there. I think they got a good idea. They got the point? Hey, hey Sheridan, go ahead. Go, ahead. go to Second Samuel ten eighteen. Second Samuel ten eighteen. Open up your Bibles. Where you at, Sean? Go to First Chronicles nineteen eighteen. So in the title it says the Bible, the Word of God, right? So I showed y'all where Christianity came in. All right. At least I thought I tried to anyway. Tried to show y'all when it was. <laughs> well, you want the bus first, Shepherd to me. Uh, yeah, I want Shepherd to go first. All right. Second, Second Samuel, S A M U E L, ten eighteen. Go ahead, and read that. All right. This supposed to be the word of God, right? Yeah. That's what they say. Let's deal with some of the mistakes. This is important to wake y'all up. This ain't the word of God. It's the words of human beings. Make the mistakes like everybody do in literature. Go ahead. I got to find it first. I ain't no Bible. I can't. I ain't no Hebrew Israelite. I just can't. 
Try type it in the search and yo, you're a funny guy. <laughs> Dang. Yo, just yelling out Bible verses like he yeah, Samuel, right? <laughs> Jack and Samuel. Go ahead. Yeah, he, he can get it fast. First what? Nah, I need y'all to have two separate things, man. Man, I uh, got it. Oh, what second Samuel? What? 10 18. Yeah, but I need you to have first. Hold on, Sean, relax. I need you to have first chronicles 1918. Chevron, just type in second Samuel 1018. And the first one in Google. You ain't gotta have a Bible. Man, let me see. What I'm trying to tell you, Uncle, I got them both up. Cause they tied to the hip. I know you is, man, but it's gonna mess up if you read it because they're gonna think you're making it up. I got it. You said they tied you to the hip. Second Samuel's 1018. Yeah, y'all see how fast I found it. He tripping you. You gotta tell you're a heathen, yo. You ain't never read the Bible. Yeah. You got you got them Hebrew Israelites still. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, I don't think the Hebrews reading these parts, yo. They stand away from stuff. Hey, for the record, a heathen is something that the Christians came up. Uh, not uh, uh what they call them? Uh, uh, shit. Nah, not the word. Yeah, heathen and all that. Something that's outside of and cult, cult and all that culture. All right, but go ahead. Second Samuel ten eighteen, mm -hmm. and the Syrians fled before Israel, and David killed. Of the Syrians, the men of 700 chariots and 40,000 horsemen, and wounded Shabbat and commander of their army. How many chariots? Uh, David destroyed? 000. Huh? No, 700 chariots. All right, stop right there in your holy Bible. David destroyed 700 chariots. Go ahead, Sean. First Chronicles 19 and 18. But they fled before Israel, and David killed 7,000 of their chariots and 40,000 of their foot soldiers. He also killed Shaphat, the commander of their army. There you go. So in First Chronicles, it's 7,000 chariots. This is the same battle they're talking about. But in Second Samuel, it's 700 chariots. How in the world do God mess that up? <laughs> and, and they got 40,000 horsemen in Samuel, and they got 40,000 footsmen and chronicles how does god that knows everything omnipotent omnipresent omnipotent mess up the numbers you tell me believers hmm very very interesting it's not the word of god it's the word of human beings creating literature for their culture is what it is. And of course, they're going to make mistakes because the book of Samuel has nothing, absolutely nothing to do with the book of Chronicles. They was written at different times by different people, y'all. That's why there's different things in that. I'm just going to put it on the screen um, so they don't know we plan. First Chronicles 19, well, let's go to Sam, uh, look, Samuels 2 Samuel 10, 18. There it is. But they fled for before Israel, and David killed seven hundred of their chariots and forty thousand of their foot soldiers. He also struck down Shabbat, the commander of the army, and he died there. All right. Chronicles, First Chronicles, nineteen eighteen. But they fled before Israel, and David killed seven thousand of their chariots and forty thousand of their foot soldiers. He also killed Shabbat, the commander of their army. Same war, same battle. Give it to your preacher. Give it to the people fighting you. And don't argue with them. Just say, hmm. Hmm. That's what you hit him with. Is that the word of God? All right, let's go to uh uh 2 Samuel 8 4. 
and First Chronicles 18 and 4. Rolling right along right now, y'all. This is Sunday school class. This is what we should have learned as those who are ADOS descendants from the transcontinental kidnapper trade. We want to know the truth. Yeah, First Chronicles what? I said First Chronicles 18 4 and then Second Samuel 8 and 4. Shamrock gonna take forever. <laughs> Definitely is. <laughs> that Bible tricky. Uh, don't worry about. It. Come on, Sean, get both of them up like you just had. Come on, let's go. Let's roll. All right, you said Second Samuel what? Second Samuel was eight four. Let's see what we got here. All right, I'm gonna put them on the screen. Let's hit it. All right, which one you want to read first? Don't matter. <laughs> This All is the right. word of God. Yes, yeah, word, word of God. Untampered with. Undiluted. No mistakes. Perfect. All right. First thing search. Chronicles. First Chronicles 18.4. David captured a thousand of his chariots, 7,000 charities, and 20,000 foot soldiers. He hamstrung all but a hundred of the chariot horses. All right. 7,000 horsemen, huh? Let's go to Second Samuels. 8-4. Second Samuel's 8-4 says, David took from him 1,000 chariots, 700 horsemen, and 20,000 foot soldiers. Also, David hamstrung all the chariot horses, except that he spared enough of them for 100 chariots. You got 1,700 horsemen, and then you got David takes 7,000 seven, 7, horsemen. Yeah. Dang. How'd they mess that up? He captured a thousand of his chariots and seven thousand of his charioteers and twenty thousand foot soldiers in chronicles. Then he took one thousand chariots, seven hundred horsemen, and twenty thousand foot soldiers. So did they get the foot soldiers right? Yeah, they got the foot soldiers right, the uh, the horsemen wrong, and the chariots wrong. Which one is it? So one's an exaggeration. Which, which one is it? What, 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 what should we read? Who got that wrong? Who did that? Hmm. Moving right along. Most y'all don't even understand Noah's Ark how you, we thought it was two by two, am I correct? Two of each animal, am I correct? Correct. That ain't it. We're gonna move past that though. But they took uh, seven pairs, you know what I'm saying, on the Ark when we was all raised up to think that it was two. Let's go to Genesis 7, 2, and 3. Genesis 7, 2, and 3. Yep. Something we never learned in church. We thought it was two. All the cartoons. <laughs> All that. What does it say? Take with you seven pairs of every kind of clean animal. What? <laughs> seven? Seven pairs of no. every kind of clean animal. Clean animal. A male and its mate. And one pair of every kind. So 14 in total. Um, really? Yeah. And one, <laughs> and one pair of every kind of unclean animal. A male and its mate. Dang, what I learned. So, so what you Bible got... you using? What Bible you using? That's the that's what they're gonna say to you. They're gonna say, "What Bible you using?" 
Hey, go to Genesis 6, 19. Hold, hold, on, hold on. We got to get the numbers right. So seven kind of unclean animal, a male and its mate. So 14. So you, you got seven times two. Right? Yeah. One. Do you got seven males, seven? So you got another 14. So you got 14 unclean. And you really got 28. Because you got 14, you got seven pairs of every kind of clean animal, a male and its mate, a one pair of every kind of unclean animal. So I'm giving you the numbers there. Then you got seven pairs of every kind of bird, male and female. Oh my goodness. And you think right, well? Let's go to Genesis. All right, so let's go to Genesis 6, 6, 19. Clean. So when they say clean, they talking about they got laws in Leviticus and what to eat. So all you Christians is eating non-clean animals based off what you believe in your bananas. So who adjusted the Christian narrative or the Hebrew narrative, which formulates Christianity? That's an adjustment on the sect of Judaism that was originally, they followed all the laws and statutes. People will say to you, well, well, those laws were too hard for people to follow. That's not true. There are only 613 laws in Leviticus. Y'all thought it was 10 to 613, look it up. That's not a burden on the damn people. We got thousands of laws in the United States and it ain't burdening y'all down to nothing. So cut that out, stop it, Christians. Y'all was supposed to continue on dealing with the law. What happened was by the time Paul went to the going, right? They was eating pork, they, that's what they was eating. So to get that money for those areas, right? They ain't had no choice but to do it. Hold up, hold up. Wait a minute. <laughs> hey, yo, so now the verse that you just told us to pull up, it then flipped it. What it say? It says you are to bring into the ark two of all living creatures, male and female, to keep them alive with you. What version in Genesis you read? Genesis six it, nineteen. What version you reading? Are you are you reading the NIV? Don't or, matter. <laughs> right, because even in the one I got on the screen, it's saying and of every living thing of all flesh, two of every sort uh, shalt thou bring into the ark to keep them alive with thee. They shall be male and female. Right, it's the same thing. But the is other it, verse he told us to read, it was seven. Is it two? Is it seven? Clean, unclean? What is it? We want to know, and it's very, very interesting. That has dispelled the word of God. Wilding out. All right, look, what time is it? Yeah, it's time to get up off here. Um, we ain't got time for questions next next week. We're going to introduce the question and answer. Let y'all come on in, man. I appreciate everybody celebrating, uh, celebrate with us to understand what Christianity is, what monotheism is, what it ain't, and understanding the African culture within that. And these are the things we should have learned at the Bible school. You feel me? We should have learned this exactly right here. Now, this is not to tell you what you can believe, what you can't believe. This is to tell you cut it out. Read your book with a daggone map. Read your book with understanding evolution, which ain't gonna happen. I know it's not. Let me let me let me slow it down. When you read the literature, understand it's just literature, and it's a cultural mythology created by those who live in the Middle East, having absolutely nothing to do with where your ancestors came from. This I am certain they cannot get around, family. If they could, I wouldn't be on here teaching. 
Make sure y'all support everywhere. Make sure y'all support uh, Ad Anime Productions. You know what I'm saying? This episode is brought to you by Ad Anime Productions and everywhere. All right? Make sure y'all support all the books and everything. Make sure y'all deal with that GoFundMe, man. Send a dollar, send $2, send $100, send $10, send a daggone million dollars and watch me turn it all the way up. Hmm. Appreciate y'all, man. Don't forget that debate uh, and December the 15th on a Sunday when we're going against the pseudos that affected our community with that misinformation. So now we're going to cut the head off the stake, y'all. This is where the misinformation comes to the community. This is why people are anti-vaccine, right? Because they're anti-scientific. They're anti-African. To be anti-vaccines is to be anti-African. To be anti-scientific is to be anti-African. There's no around that. To be Christians is to be anti-African. To be Muslim is to be anti-African. To be Jewish is to be anti-African. At its very fabric of what these things do, they go against the cultural understanding of what our ancestors did. That's what I'm talking about. To be a Muslim, Christian, or Jew is to suffer from an inferiority complex. What do I mean? Meaning you thought that our systems were inferior. Well, maybe we didn't know what our system was, huh? Because we was enslaved. Okay, I'll give you that. You didn't know. Now in 2019, you know exactly what our systems are. And if you're still following that and still arguing that, you are inferior thinking when you're going against those cultures. You should be at the point where you could make up your own thing that will help you survive in an environment of another civilization. Huh. I'll leave y'all with that. Any of y'all want to finish y'all? Sure. No, you you just nailed it right there. That's that's the quote of the day. Hmm. How about you, brother Sean? My clan warrior. Shashi um, Monty Meta. Monty yeah, Meta Nature. Yeah. Um I'm a raw squad official. What's up? Stay uh stay tuned, man. You know, in a couple hours, you know, after Garfield get through with the Nibiru thing. <laughs> we, we're gonna deal with we're gonna deal with uh we're gonna deal with some folklore. West Africa on the Masa Warrior Clan channel. It's gonna be a short bill, but we're gonna get into it. And uh I actually had it up, but y'all couldn't see it. But um we're gonna talk about that, man. We're gonna go in a little direction, teach y'all some some West African folklore. And uh, and kind of get you in the mindset of that. So uh, it's gonna be a uh, a Nigerian folktale. A tale of two birds is what we're gonna call it, and uh, we'll deal with it like that. But uh, that'll be in a couple of hours, so um, stay tuned for that, yo. And uh, yeah, good today was a good build. Hey man, I appreciate y'all, man. Don't forget the Encyclopedia of Gods, that way, y'all don't be spooked out and think God gonna get you for listening to the podcast and to the live stream. God not gonna get you. There's over 2,500 deities in the world, man. Stop disrespecting everybody culture because deities are created by culture. Deities are created by the human mind. And when you disrespect other people's gods, you're disrespecting their culture. And when you disrespect their culture, you're arrogant and thinking that they would ever even need your God, Allah, Yahweh, Jesus Christ, to make it in the world. Human beings have been living in culture since about 160,000 years ago, 300,000 years ago. I clearly showed you.
you on the screen. So obviously, God of the Hebrew variety is very, 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 very late in the annals of human history. With that, man, look, I'm a raw squad up. Shout out to Dagger Squad. Shout out to MBK. Shout out to Masi. Remember, all of other channels is incorporated in the Amaral Squad family, and you got to watch it to get the whole gist of everything. You know what I'm saying? It's very, very important. Okay? Masi Clan, Shashimani, Metanetcha, MBK, Dagger Squad. You know what I'm saying? Masi, Amaral Squad official, man. Make sure y'all support that debate. Man, they are going to be in the building, y'all. They will have all eight people in the building. You need to get in there and make sure y'all support me. Even if you don't agree with vaccines, you need to be in there supporting us because now we stepping all the way up. No, they stepping all the way up. They want to take a chance, all right? We ain't taking a chance. We dealing with scientific literacy. December the 15th, man, shout out to Sarnetta and Sarnetta TV. Shout out to you, Sarnetta, for giving me that, that phone call. The bat phone has rung. Ring, hello? Okay, huh? You need what? <laughs> huh? You need? We ain't got a problem with that song. We got what? Man, pseudos and pseudos. I've been wanting to get the head off the snake a long time ago. I've been not. What we not? We gonna lose? Come on, song. We ready? We ain't ready? You crazy, man? We scientifically literate, man, and it don't matter where we at, song. We scientifically literate. It don't matter who we going to. It ain't got nothing to do with you being a doctor, lawyer, teacher, none of that. If you pseudo, you're damn pseudo. Click. I'm hanging up on him. That's what we doing, family. Make sure y'all be there, man. Be in the building. Support that GoFundMe. You're going to put that link in there again, man. Man, come on, dude. Come on, family. Appreciate y'all, man. Hey, I'm a raw squad up, man. Hey, remember, man. Real Black Atheist Morning Rise. Pseudo Killers on deck. Shout out to Sean. Double X Architect. You know what I'm saying? I'm by Sports. The Pseudo Killers. Make sure y'all support. Um, um. Literally incorrect podcast, man. Uh, we're gonna have shirts in the building at the debate. Y'all know what it is, man. I appreciate everybody, man. Thanks for that support, man. I'm back on my A grain beating the brakes off of them. We ain't really high on the stream, we ain't cussing and fussing, we ain't trying to scare nobody away, and we ain't forgot about them Christians that beat the brakes off of uh Snake Jabari. We ain't forgot about them. And we ain't forgot about every time I get a wild hair, I'm a bang on Jabari. And every time I feel like banging on the young pseudo, y'all know I'm a bang on them. And every time I feel like banging on Sarah Stupid City, I'm banging on them because they do us a grave injustice with the foolery and with the character that they exhibit. Hey man, appreciate y'all, man. And we out.